Okay, well, uh, if you want to open your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 3, um, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. And I say that and everybody says, oh, I know what that verse is. And uh, I think we've already been talking about it today. But, you know, we all know this verse and um, we can all quote this verse. But today I want to talk about applying this verse. So uh, let's pray and then I'll read the verse. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for everything you've given to us, Lord. And I just pray that you'd um, help me tonight to um, say what you'd have me to say, to do what you would have me to do, Lord. And um, Lord, I just pray that you'd help this service to go well. Pray all your name. Amen. Okay, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it says this. Trust in the Lord. With all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Um, you know, the reason I'm talking on this today is because, you know, in my life, I would say the past six months has required a lot of trust. Um, I've moved to a new location. I have a new job. A lot has happened, and it has all required a lot of trust. Um, our wedding, Kaylin was talking about that. There's a lot of entrust involved in my life right now, and that's what God's been working on in my life. And Kaylin told this story. She said to me the other day, she said, you know, we tell people, trust God all the time. We say, trust God, trust in the Lord. He'll take care of it all. But then when it comes to ourselves, we get a little nervous. And we say, well, yeah, but I can trust God with this, but not with this. But, you know, I think the times we're going through right now require a lot of trust. All the things that have happened, you know, our finances, our jobs, whether we're going to have a job when this is all over. I mean, some of us have to worry about it. Some of us don't. But you know what? We can trust God through it all. There is a lot of things in our life that we need to trust God about. Even, even the fact of getting the virus. I mean, we need to trust God. We need to be careful, do what we are supposed to do, but we need to trust God that he's going to take care of that. So tonight we're going to talk about trusting God. And you know, a lot of times we'll, we'll say, well, I'm going to trust God. But the question I want to answer tonight is why? Why should we trust God? How should we trust God? So we're reading, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. For one, we need to trust God because it's a command from him. It's a command. But um, this, is, this is a verse that honestly has, or not that verse, uh, a verse I'm about to read is a verse that has led me and Kaylin to a lot of decisions lately um, through coming here to Cornerstone Baptist Church. I'll be honest, I was nervous. Um, we came out here to visit, and everybody was so nice. Everybody was loving, caring. We got to shake Brother Gary's hand at the front door, and that was an awesome experience. And um, when we left, we were like, wow, we love that church. But I'll, I'll be honest, in the back of our minds, we were thinking, well, if we go there, we have to leave our home. We don't know anybody. Um, 
Our home is like 13 hours away. And it required a lot of trust. So today we're going to talk from Psalms 143, verse 8. This is what it says. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For I lift my soul unto thee. Now I know, now I know the teens are thinking, ah, I know that verse. Because we've talked about this. And it's been, and Seth and Luke are nodding their head in the bag. Yep, we talked about that. But you know what? It's a verse that's been essential to my life, and God had kept putting it on my heart for tonight. So I wanted to share about it. But here's how it starts. It says, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. So this means we only have to think about God's love and his kindness in the morning. Amen? No, no. What this verse is saying is, meditate and think upon God's love and God's kindness to you. All the time. First thing in the morning you should think about is how much God loves you, how much he's cared for you, how much he's done for you. And you know what? Even through this coronavirus, I'm sorry, but he's done a lot for us. There is a lot to be thankful for. And pastor's been talking about that. And we should be counting everything we can be thankful for through this whole coronavirus. We should think about how much he loves us and how much he cares for us and all those things. I mean, think about it. I mean, how much he loves us. He sent his son to die on a cross for us to save us from our sins. I mean, that's enough. But you know, he's done so much more. I'm thankful I have a job here. I'm, I'm thankful that he's given me two feet to walk on, two eyes to see. And I have so many things to be thankful for. I grew up in a good Christian family. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful Miss Kaylin's here this week. It's been a blessing. But you know what? We need to meditate and think upon how much he loves us. Willing to die on the cross, to send his son, to die on the cross, to suffer pain and everything for us. Do we meditate on that? Do we think on that? Because that's what the verse is saying. Think about it. Consider it. Think about everything he's given to you. Think about everything he's done for you. And think about how much he loves you. So that's the first part of the verse. And I'll be honest, when I started doing that in my life, things got a lot more clear. Because here's the second part. It says, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. Because if we, if we know how much he loves us and how much he cares for us, this is what's going to happen. For in thee do I trust. Because if we, if we are meditating and thinking about his love and his kindness toward us, we will trust him. When I was um, about two or three years ago, two years ago, I was running a junior camp. So uh, Jacob, have fun. It's not very fun, I'll be honest. Sometimes it is. But uh, sometimes But uh, I was running a junior camp two years ago, and I... Uh, I had all the kids. I had about 40 kids. And I told all the kids, I said, okay, you guys go play on the playground. I'm going to go check on dinner. The other counselors went with them. So I went and checked on dinner, went into the cafeteria. was like, hey, how's it going? Is dinner ready? They were like, we need about five more minutes. So I went back down to that playground. And I was walking on the playground. And I didn't notice, but I, had walked, I was walking by these monkey bars. These monkey bars were about 10 feet in the air. And uh, as I was walking under these monkey bars, I hear a yell. 
and a kid yells, and he's, he yells, and he jumps, and he says, Mr. Blake, catch. This kid had jumped from the monkey bars, didn't give me any warning besides the yell once he had jumped right down on top of me. And I, here I am down here trying to catch him, and I'm looking for him, and I, I caught him. You know, I tried every bit to catch him. I didn't want him to get hurt. And I looked at the kid, and I said, are you crazy? What is wrong with you? Why would you jump? That's what the kid said to me. He said, because I know you love me. And I was like, you're crazy. But he said, I know you love me. You know, I don't think we trust God that much. This kid, I was walking under the poles, and he was just willing to jump, yell my name, and, and he knew that I was going to catch him. He trusted I would because he knew, I he knew that I loved him. Are we, do we trust God that much? Because, because it's a direct result. If we understand how much he loves us and cares for us and all the promises he's, he's given to us, we will trust him. It's a result of, that, of us understanding his love and meditating on his love, and that is trusting him. But trust requires an action. So here's what the verse says next. It says, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. It's a three-step process. According to this verse, it says, if we understand how much he loves us and how much he cares for us, we will trust him. And if we trust him, we're going to trust the way wherein we should walk. The way God has for us, God's plan for us, God's direction he has for us. You know what? If we understand how much he loves us, we're going to trust him, and we are going to follow his will. We're going to get back to church soon. And you know what? It's going to require trust. Come back to church. It's going to require trust to get through the, to the coronavirus. But you know what? That trust has to lead into an action, and that's God's will. When me and Kaylin decided to come here, um, we had a meeting with I had a meeting with Pastor before he offered us the job, and he told me all these things I was going to have to do. He said, "You're going to be, you're going to be the music leader, the music guy. You're gonna, you're gonna be the youth pastor. You're gonna be, you're gonna be doing this and this and this and this." And I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, "I've gone to college for this for four years, but I don't know what I'm doing." And, and I had never led music before, and I was thinking to myself, um, I don't know if I can do this. But I understood, because I, I trusted God, I understood it was God's will for my life. And whether, whether I wanted to or I thought I could, I knew that God was going to take care of it so I could follow his will. 
And I think there's a lot right now through this whole coronavirus that we need to just say, God, whatever your will is, you'll take care of it. Kaylin was saying she has to do that with the wedding. So for me, I just want to get married, so it doesn't matter as much. But that's been a huge thing. She has to say, God, whatever your will is for our wedding, you know what's going to happen. You'll take care of it. I'll trust you because I understand you love me, and you'll take care of it. Um, I had a story I wanted to read real quick because, see, I think, I think sometimes we have faith in God, but we don't trust in him. And I think, I think some of you are thinking right now, well, faith and trust, you know, they're almost the same thing. And I agree, they are. But I, I think trust is a little different. And here's the story. There's a vast difference between faith and trust. And the story of Charles Blondwin and Harry Colcord provide a great illustration. Blondwin was the foremost tightrope walker of his time. He gained worldwide fame in 1859 as the first person to cross Niagara Falls. Colcord was his friend and manager. A cave made entirely of hemp, 1,300 feet long and two inches in diameter, was, would, uh, was wound around an oak tree on the American side, while the other was ferried across the Niagara River and secured to a Canadian rock. To limit swaying, Colcord was stabilizing, um, had stabilizing ropes about 20 feet intervals to anchor both banks, except for 50 unreachable feet in the center, which swayed, and, which swayed dangerously. Thanks to Colcord's savvy marketing, whether Blondwin would fall and die, the vendors hawked as they came and sold everything they had. Shortly before 5 p.m. on June 30th, 1859, Blondwin started his slow walk across the American side. Once past the center section, he broke into a run. After a brief rest, he started back again, but this time totting a box camera on his back. Balancing precariously near the middle, Blondin carefully set up the camera, snapped a picture of the crowd, then repacked his burden and continued the rest of the way. The entire round trip took about 23 minutes. Once safely back on the American soil, Blondwin immediately announced a series of encore performances, each more daring than the rest. The press ate it up. Over several weeks, Blondwin walked across, blindfolded, backflipped, pushed a wheelbarrow, and even cooked an omelet during one of his many trips across the rope. He had faith he could accomplish these feats, but he also trusted his abilities to complete them. The spectators, on the other hand, only had faith. A difference seen in Blondwin's daring walk in August 1859. After he had crossed to the Canadian side, the crowd was horrified as Blondwin reappeared on the rope with his manager, Harry Colcord, clinging to his back. A few guys' ropes snapped during the transit, but Blondwin never wavered and safely made the crossing. It was later reported that Blondwin told his manager, look up, Harry. You are no longer Colcord. You are Blondwin. Until I clear this place, be a part of me, mind, body, and soul. If I sway, sway with me. Do not attempt to do any balancing yourself. This is the difference between faith 
and trust. The spectators had faith that Blondwin believed in his abilities, but only Colcord trusted him enough to climb on his back and allow him to carry him across. Is your trust in the Lord like Colcord's was in Blondwin? Because here's, here's what we got to understand. You know what? If we understand how much God loves us, how much he's promised us, how much we, he's cared for us, we are going to trust him. We're going to give it all to him. We're going to let him take care of it all. And you know what? The results are up to him. You know what? The results might not even always be what we want them to be. But you know what? We can still trust God that he's going to take care of us. Colcord literally got on a man's back and said, hey, take me across the river on this little rope. I have complete trust in you. But when it comes to our finances, when it comes to our jobs, when it comes to our wedding, we can't even trust God that much. But I truly believe that if we understood how much he loves us, if we truly understood how much he's done for us, cared for us, promised us, we would trust him. And if we truly trust him, we're going to take an action and we're going to leave it all to him. No matter what he tells us to do, we'll do. No matter how he tells us to do it, we're going to do it. In my life, and the reason I'm sharing this is because in my life, I feel like that's, that's, that's been something I've had to relearn every single day. Understand how much he loves me because then I can trust him. And then I can follow his will. Lord, I thank you for this day.